Hey, this is Jesse Canton. Man, I am so glad that you took the time to download this podcast. Listen, it's getting ready to be a blessing to you. It is power packed full of wisdom. Listen, as you hear this episode and you maybe you want to be a blessing to this podcast, well, you can hit me up on Cash App. Type in Jesse E. Canty, J-S-S-E, the letter E, C-A-N-T-Y, with the dollar sign, of course. And you can be a blessing. Anything you give will be appreciated. I thank you, and I pray that nothing but God's blessings and his best be upon you. Take care. Hey, this is Jesse Canty with another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? Man, I got a good question for you. What do people call you? And even more importantly, what do you answer to? Listen, do you remember when Jesus came to Peter and he asked Peter, who do men say that I am? That means that Jesus was concerned how people see him and who do they think he is? Well, listen, that's what I want to talk about on this episode right here, man. It is going to be powerful. I want to entitle this one. What's my name? Let's go. Yeah, man. Man of To the pulpit, to the podcast, to the pulpit, to the podcast, to the podcast. Yeah. Jesse Canty, pursuing my destiny, pursuing my destiny. Yeah. Tell me, how bad do you want it? What's going on, people? How you all doing? Welcome to another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? I got so much to say, man, I don't have time to play. This is episode number 204. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, have your way. I thank you right now, God. Help me get all of this that you've given me into this 30-minute episode, God. You be praised, honor, and glory belongs unto you. Bless us and edify us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yes, this is my title. What's my name? And listen here, man, this is the thing is going to be, this is going to be one of those episodes you want to hear more than one time because it's going to bless you if you listen to it. As I said, what what do people call you? And more importantly, what do you answer to? Who are you and who are you perceived to be? The saying that says, I don't care what people think about me. Well, that is not entirely true, as I just gave you the scripture. In fact, that scripture um, that talks about when Jesus asked Peter, he came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, I believe, if I remember. And he asked Peter, who do people or what do men say that I am? Who do men say that I am? That means Jesus was concerned. I didn't say he was worried. He was concerned about who did people, how did people perceive him? That's powerful right there. Jesus was concerned about how people perceived him and who they perceived him to be. Because this is when Peter revealed that Christ was the Messiah. And then after Peter told him what the people perceived him to be, then Jesus wanted to know further what did, who did Peter think he would, he, he was. And Peter revealed that you are you are the son of the living God. <clears throat> and that's when Christ confirmed <clears throat> that Peter had recognized the true character and the true identity of who Christ was. That's important. That's what led me to this episode and why I'm entitled this one. What's my name? 
because the Bible has so much to say about your name. People live their lives and do whatever they want to do, and they don't understand everybody who has a breath and has life here on earth. You have a name. And I don't just mean J-E-S-S-E. I mean that you, your mother gave you your, nat- your, 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 your alphabetical name, but your character and your reputation gave you your real name. The Bible says in Mark chapter one, verse 23 through 24, it said that Jesus went in the synagogue. Let's bring this up to where we are now. Jesus walked into the church and a man was possessed with the unclean spirit sitting there. But listen what that demon said about Jesus. He says, what do you want with us? He said, called him Jesus of Nazareth. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that a demon Let's bring it up to 2022. One of Jesus haters, his primary main hater knew his real name. The demon called Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth. Have you come to destroy us before our time? And then he says this, we know who you are. You are the Holy one of God. Now, listen, man, I had to drop the bomb there because that is bad, also known as good. When your haters, a demonic man, your haters can look at you and basically find no flaw and know your real name and know your true identity, a.k.a. they know who you are and call you the Holy One of God. If you was living, Jesus was living in my time now, they'll say, what that girl said? She, she's talking about me. See, she's just jealous. She don't know who I am. I don't care what she said. But Jesus' character and his name was so flawless that even his haters testified of who he were, who he was. In fact, Jesus asked his disciples, have I been with you such long you don't know who I am? You mean to tell me that his friends, so-called, his supporters, did not uh, 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 did not correctly perceive who he was, but his haters did. I am so inspired by this passage of scripture because this is an example that your name, your character, your reputation, if lived and managed correctly, could be so flawless, so solid. So powerful that even the people who hate you have to admit that they see the God and the good that's in you. We know who you are. You are the Holy One of God. That is powerful. I'm also reminded in Genesis 12, too, where where the Lord says, I will make you into it. He told Abraham this. He said, I'll make you into a great nation. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make your name great and you will be a blessing. Did you hear what the scripture says? See, so many people want their money great. So many people want their substance great. But God told so many people want great titles. Man, I ain't never seen a generation that runs around and wants to have. They're eager. They're desperate to have the next great titles. They're so desperate to have titles. They forget their name. 
when it's bad, when you don't want nobody to call you by your name anymore, only call me by my title because they put emphasis on the title, but nowhere from Genesis to Revelation. Have you in the Bible? Have you ever seen the Lord put emphasis on somebody's title? Yes, he appointed apostles. Yes, he did all the other things concerning that. Yes, he talks about evangelists and pastors and teachers and prophets, but he called Peter and them by their name. He called himself Jesus. They called him Jesus. Your name is always greater than your title. Do you understand what I'm saying? God told Abraham, Abram at that time, he said, I'm going to make your name great, not your title great. It's bad when you have a greater title than a greater name. I always have said this. I don't care if you call me ugly. I don't care if you call me big head. I know my name and who I am. Your name speak more weight than your title does. If your child, if a child doesn't call you mother, but you do the work of a mother, then it will speak louder than what your angry or upset child who fall out with you would ever say. Because your actions always speak louder than your words. Let me say it again. What is your name? What are people saying about you? It ain't talking about them people who smile in your face and want something from you. I'm talking about throughout the years, what do they call you? And we're not talking about letters. What do your actions say about you? Proverbs says this, and I love it. 22 and one, a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches and favor is better than silver or gold. Man, let's paraphrase that and bring that up a little bit more to 2022. It's better to have a good name than a lot of money. It's better to have a good name than to be a millionaire. It's better to have favor than have a bunch of money, better than silver or gold. That's what the Bible says. And yeah, man, I believe it. Your name is better than your bank account. You know how many people doesn't doesn't feel good and doesn't feel great and doesn't feel uh, worthy unless they get some commas in their bank account, unless they get a bunch of money in their bank account. When the Bible speaks opposite, it talks about your name. If your name is good, he said that's better than having money, because even in the business world, if you got a good name, that means you got good character. If you got good character, that means you must have good reputation. If you got good reputation, that means you got good credit. If you got good credit, that means you got leverage. That means you have power to leverage in any to be to have uh, to have be able to leverage in any business deal. Money that you may not have in your pocket is is not as great as the name that you carry within your spirit and your character. Ecclesiastes 7.1 says a good name is better than precious ointment and the day of death than the day of birth. If you take the name that was given to you, what you do, let me rephrase that, what you do. When you was born, the life you was given, somebody gave you your name. But what you do will always speak of who you are and what your character is. Let me give you one more scripture, then we'll get deeper in this thing. Genesis 32 and 28, Jesus said unto Jacob, 
as Jacob wrestled with the angel and says, Jesus, well, not Jesus, excuse me. The, uh, the Lord said unto Jacob, the angel said unto Jacob, he says, listen here, you have wrestled with God and prevailed with men and God. He prevailed. No longer will you be called Jacob. I'm changing your name to Israel. I want to talk to some people who have had a past that wasn't too squeaky clean and you messed your name up. People called you liar. People called you con artist. People called you shyster. People called you cheater. People called you all kind of name. They called you thief. They called you all kind of name and you answered to it. That means it was true and you displayed that character. But let me tell you something. There's still hope for you. If God can change Jacob from being a con artist and a supplanter, a heel grabber, and call him Israel, which means one who have prevailed with God. If God can change Jacob's name, then he can change yours too. <laughs> Listen, this episode is to encourage you and say, I don't care if you're 8 to 80, dumb, crippled, or crazy, you can change the way people perceive you, and you can change the name that you answer to by what you're starting to do in life now. Can I go deeper? I already told you a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, Proverbs 22 and 1. Let me go a little deeper. Words have meaning, but your name have power. Do you hear what I'm saying? Words have meaning, but your name have power. Now, I'm going to talk about two words here. I'm going to talk about character and I'm going to talk about reputation. And I and I'm going to explain the difference between the two, but then I'm going to focus more on character than just reputation. Now, listen, both of them are important. One of them more is more important. Worry about your character and not just your reputation. Now, I'm big on words. So if you want to hear something I just said, you need to circle, circle the word just. Let me say that again. Worry about your character, not just your reputation. Let's play, explain what I mean by that. Your character is who you are. Your reputation is who people think you are. Now, most people, when they hear that, they say, I don't care about no reputation. I care about my character. No, 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 no. That ain't wise either. Because Jesus, before he looked at Peter and asked Peter, who do you say that I am? Jesus said, who do men say that I am? Your reputation is important. What people think about you is important. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. What people think about you is important. I don't care what people think about me. If everybody think bad of you, quit trying to be bold and fight against the world and get you a mirror and sit down and say, why do every, that's the key word, why do everybody think this way of me or most people think this way of me? This tells you something is not right in what you're doing if your reputation is that bad. Now, character is deeper in fact, when whenever the scripture was saying, or oh, we would pray, uh, be healed in the name of Jesus. I grew up hearing that in the name of Jesus. God began to break that down to me years ago, years later. What makes that work is not an abracadabra statement in the name of Jesus and demons got to come out. What makes that powerful? Number one, you believe in Jesus and you're saved and you give your life to God. Number two 
you are saying in the name of Jesus, not the J-E-S-U-S, because some people call it Jesus. Many people are called that name, but ain't no demons going to come out of it. They say, hey, hey, Jesus or Jesus, man who cut the grass. I don't mean to be ugly, but you don't sit here and you can call his name and they may not, demons may not fear and tremble because it's not in the J, it's not in the E, it's not in the S, it's not in the U, it's not in the S. It's in the name of Jesus. That means the character, everything that lines up with who he is, it comes to power in what you're praying for. Demons does not fear over the letters in Jesus name. They fear in the character. So if you take a person who is not living anything, any life that is similar to the character of Christ, that statement in your prayer don't even work. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. God has blessed us to have listeners all around the world. And I thought to myself, I said, maybe there's somebody that wants you to have a prayer request. I want you to pray with them concerning anything, your family or whatever it is. If that's be so, listen, drop me an email at jessecantypodcast at yahoo.com. J-S-S-E-C-A-N-T-Y podcast at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. I love to pray with you. And I want you to have a blessed day. You can't say, put your hands up. I'm arresting you. You're under arrest if you don't have a badge. So you, so if you live it, your character and your reputation, your character, excuse me, your character will come with power and authority. Let me go deeper because I, I, I got, I got to move on because I got a lot to say. Your reputation is what, pre, what you are perceived to be, but your character is who you really are. Take care of your reputation. Yeah, you got to do that too because it's the most valuable asset you have when it comes down to dealing with people. So it's good to hear what your reputation is, but the, just remember that your reputation is in the hands of other people. That's what a reputation is. You can't control that. The only thing you can control is your character. So first, transform your character. That means who you really are and what you do. Transform your character, who you are in your heart. And then you will build your reputation. So people see reputation and not character. You focus on character and it produces your reputation. They see from the outside not in you focus on inside it to perceive how people see you on the outside reputation. You can't build a reputation on what you're going to do. That was Henry Ford. Your reputation is built by what you do consistently. You can't tell me four and five and 10 lies. And I call you a liar. And you say, I don't care what you say about me. Your words don't have no power. Power. I ain't no liar. Your reputation is you a liar. Because what you are doing consistently, if you are consistently late, you cannot say you have business principles or business ethics. And I can use 50 different illustrations. I'm just using one that come to my mind. Your reputation cannot be built on what you are 
Uh, your rep you can't build a reputation on what you are going to do. You build your reputation on what you do consistently. Your reputation is more important than your paycheck. And your integrity is worth more than a career. Now, I just now open up a can of worms. I've been talking about reputation, but when we deal with character, you have to bring the word in integrity. It takes 20 years to build a reputation and it takes five minutes to ruin it. If you think about that, you should do things differently. Because people are interested by your talent, but God is impressed by your character. Now, I'm jumping between character and reputation because, again, reputation is what people see about you, what you have shown them consistently. It's what they say your name is. If somebody say your name in a room, I put on Facebook the other day. I'm making quote it. It's a, it's much better. I'm so grateful to be known. How do I say that? I'm so grateful to be known for doing more, doing people good, doing people right than doing people wrong. Have you ever seen people who every time you bring their name up, heads get to tilting, people look, looking away and say, okay, you know that person? That's because they done built up a reputation of doing people wrong. I don't care how much money you got in the bank. Your name is broke, Ken. <laughs> Listen to this. Character is not something that you buy. It's not a commodity that can be bartered for. It is not a it is not a quality suited for only the rich and the famous. Rather, character is built upon the foundation foundational commitment of love, honesty, integrity, and compassion for others. That's Byron Possible said that. And that's powerful because you got to realize that their reputation is only for a time, but your character will last for a lifetime. Knowledge give you power. Bruce Lee said this, knowledge will give you power, but character will give you respect. Well, I got a problem. Nobody respect me. You know why they don't respect you? Because of your bad character. Man, I hope this thing is, is making sense to somebody. And you can't blame this on nobody. You can't blame this on other people. It is in your hands. Your reputation is from what you do. Your character is from who you are. So if you want to break it down, I remember hearing it like this. You got to watch your thoughts because they'll lead to your attitudes. Watch your attitudes because they will affect and lead to your words. Watch the words you say because they will always lead to your actions, which you do. Watch your actions because they will lead to your habits. Watch your habits because they will form your character. And listen to this. Watch your character real closely because it will always determine your destiny. Character is doing your character. Whatever your habits is, your character will always determine your destiny. This is no different than somebody, and I'm going to use a 
basic illustration and get my point across. If you cannot manage money, you can't keep a dollar and a nickel. You don't pay bills on time. You don't do anything right financially, but you keep shouting or decreeing and declaring you're going to be a millionaire. Let me tell you something. Your character will always determine your destiny. Your character have more say, oh, this is going to be good. Your character have more say over your destiny than a prophet does. <laughs> That's powerful. Let me explain that for you disagree with it. I don't care who prophesy over you say God says this, da, 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 da. But if you don't change your character and align up with what was spoken over you, it will never come to pass. Because we're not robots and God doesn't make us do anything. If a true prophecy come over your life, then it must be something that is revealing the true nature of your character. And that is always connected to your destiny. Character is doing the right thing when nobody is looking. And your character is also always revealed when pressure is applied. This is why God will put you in a furnace of affliction. This is why God will put you in heated situation. This is why God has got you in adversity right now. Because what you do under heated adverse moments always reveal who you really are. Your character is your destiny. That don't make sense. Yes, it does. Who you really are and what you do consistently will always determine where you're going in life. Real richness. You want to talk about being rich? Your real richness is when you are so expensive that nobody can buy your character. Do you hear what I'm saying? Money doesn't move you like that because of who you really are. The best index to a person's character is how he treats people who can't do him any good and how he treats people who can't fight back. Van Buren said that. How do you handle people that you think you don't need? This is how your character is revealed day by day. Listen to this powerful statement by Michael Josephus. Josephson, people of character do the right thing even if no one else does. Not because they think it would change the world, but because they refuse to be changed by the world. That's strong character. And all this right here is affect your name, your reputation. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. It is important how people perceive you and how you really are. The greatest test of a man's character is his tongue. What you say, and I already said what you do, that tests your character. I also heard Charles Beard, A. Beard say this, the two great tests of character, and this is another one, the two great tests of character is wealth and poverty. What you do to get your riches? Do you sell your soul to get money? Do you know anybody like that man who you can't trust him with $10 and, and, and a cup of fives? <laughs> you can't trust him when it comes down to getting wealth and money on the line? That's bad character. 
two great tests of your character is your wealth and poverty. There's some people you can't trust when a bunch of money is on the line. There are also some people you can't trust when they don't have money. When you're in poverty, it reveals what you're doing, who you really are too. Now, let's go beyond money the last two minutes. So we're talking about what is your name and the character and integrity and the reputation, etc. It's talking about your actions. Take this moment here to start looking over your life. The Bible says over 130 sometime, consider your ways, consider your ways, check yourself, look at your actions and realize what am I doing in life? I was raised up and I'm not blaming the church, but I'm just talking about the perception I've had that we always told about, about our credit and, and Equifax and all this stuff. I don't care what my credit said. The Lord going to bless me. And then I started realizing that I grew in God. That was an ignorant statement <laughs> for us to sit here and say, we don't care what the credit. I'm not saying that God doesn't bless beyond your credit report. Yes, he does. I'm a witness of that. He gave me my first house that a second house that I bought uh, because in despite of my credit report though I had to straighten it out. But your credit report basically testifies who you are and what you have done consistently. The Bible talks about owning no man. So we're just using money, for example, here. It's not godly and it's not wise for me to fight against credit reports. And I'm using credit reports as an illustration because the credit report is just your reputation. It's just there, an official way to say how trustworthy are you with money? And anything that have a consistently bad credit report that tells you, no, you don't trust God and, and, and trust and stretch your hands and say, God, despite my bad credit report, you're going to bless me. No, you need to stretch your hands and put your hands on your heart and your head. Say, God, change me because who me and say that I am is a direct reflect of what I consistently do. A child of God credit should be better. And I don't just mean 700, 800. I mean, your credit, your word. Not just financially, in any area. Strive to do what you say you're going to do. Strive to be who you say you really are. And that right there will determine what people say about you and how people perceive you long after you're gone. When you leave this world, when your good looks is no longer that good, when your fine shape is no longer that fine, People going to remember who you are, who you were, what you did and what you said far beyond anything you accomplished materially wise. What's your name? It's important to you, should be important to you because it is important to God. Good name, rather be chosen than great riches. Be blessed. Hey, business owners, this is Rashad Brown with SwipeFast, located in Columbia, South Carolina. We are excited to be partnering with Jesse E. Canty and the How Bad Do You Want It podcast. 
Since 2017, SwipeFast has been helping business owners like you save up to 99% in their debit and credit card processing fees. So if you process business to business or business to consumer payments, we have solutions that will meet your needs and would love to hear from you. You can reach us at SwipeFast.com forward slash save. That's Swipe spelled with the Y or contact us at 1-800-597-0713. Don't forget to let us know that Jesse E. Canty sent you. Have a blessed day.